Hello everybody. Welcome to the 8th episode of our VMware Runs on VMware podcast series about digital transformation where we speak with VMware IT thought leaders and get insights on how we achieve digital transformation at VMware. I am Sarita Kar, IT Director at VMware and your host for this series. three episodes you heard CIO Jason Conyard IT CTO Jerry Ibrahim and head of engineering and architecture Rupa Raj talk about the organizational impact the foundational decisions and the SaaS mindset that is so essential for digital transformation in the last episode we went into the details of how VMware IT manages digital workspace in the cloud to listen to the previous episodes, check out podcasts in the resources section of our VMware on VMware microsite, vmware.com slash company slash VMware on VMware. Today, we are going to talk about a topic which, though extremely important, is often missing from design conversations, and that is disaster recovery. For this crucial topic we have with us today, Two stalwarts from VMware, Varinda Kumar, Senior Director of IT Application Operations and Lalit Parashri, Senior Manager, Disaster Recovery. Welcome Varinda and Lalit. Hey, thank you Sarita for inviting me on this podcast. Hey, thank you Sarita. I'm really excited to be part of this podcast series. Thank you and I'm delighted to host you both. So let's dive in into the conversation. And I'll start with you, Varanda. We know that though disaster recovery is extremely important, it is a topic that is often an afterthought and it's usually not a part of design consideration whenever a solution is architected. It comes into play only once day two operations is addressed. But at VMware, we do it differently. So tell us, how are we different? So Sarita, you are right. If you ask me 10 years back, we were no different, but now DR is in our DNA. Right from the drawing board, the architecture review board, we raise the topic of DR for any new tech addition or updates. Whenever any new application or technology is added in IT, as part of the production readiness assessment, also known as our PRA program, our DR governance team ensure that all DR processes such as architecture, testing, monitoring, etc., are in place before the application goes live. Additionally, our change management team won't approve the production go live ticket unless it is fully approved by the DR governance team. Any exception needs to be fully approved by our senior leadership. Thanks, Varinda. That sounds like a structured plan, and we're really serious about our disaster recovery. You know, the fact that our architects have to plan out the disaster recovery right from the initial stages of the project is proof of that. And building more on that, Lalit, what is the process of the DR test that we conduct every quarter? I mean, I know it in part, of course, because my team participates in it, but I would like to tell your listeners and I would like you to tell our listeners the details of all that is involved. Certainly, Sarita. So here in VMware IT, we perform the DR test every quarter. 
because having a DR plan without testing is no use. We don't have the DR strategy only on papers. We prove that our DR strategy is always working and, Ill, and will work when it's really required. And as Varinder mentioned, DR is in our DNA now. Frequent DR tests also ensure that all involved teams are trained, aware, and have the necessary competency to flawlessly execute our DR, IT DR plan. Many enterprises struggle to meet disaster recovery requirement due to cost, effort, and the downtime, which is required for implementation and testing it. So scheduling the downtime to run disaster recovery test on business critical application is the primary challenge. To meet this challenge, VMware IT developed a comprehensive approach to allow non-disruptive DR testing. We call it DR, bubble DR test in uh, here in VMware IT, including end-to-end -end business, business validation, including end-to-end -end application validation and in an isolated environment without downtime. Most critical applications such as those supporting our SaaS business are having active-active DR setup and we are even running on two DR sites for those applications that will provide a few seconds of recovery time objective for those critical applications. Some business applications where we can afford downtime, we perform the real DR test and keep running the applications in the DR site for more than 24 hours. And I also want to emphasize here, whenever we are running in DR site, our real business transactions happen on the DR site. So in the nutshell, this is how VMware IT performs the quarterly DR test. Thanks, Lalit. And yes, let me add here that though I would not really like to take that downtime every quarter, we've learned to make effective use of that. For example, we use it to do our patching and upgrades. You know, when we switch the applications to run on the disaster recovery site, we do the patching on our primary site. And once we switch back or fail back to the primary site, we patch the DR site. So effectively, we are taking near zero downtime for our patching activities as well. And it's a good thing we practice real disaster recovery test every quarter because I know we had a scenario this year where we actually were in a disaster recovery. So Varinder, you were at the center of it all and you were leading us from the front. Would you like to share with our listeners about that incident? Uh, sure, Saita. I mean, you are right. You know, as an operation team, we always hope that we never need to execute our DR. But as you know, hope is not the best strategy when you are supporting mission critical application to support multi-billion dollar businesses. In May 2022, we had a scenario in which we had to execute real DR. We had an issue with one of our main storage array and the vendor was unable to recover the data. As Lalith mentioned, since we do our testing the, or the DR on a quarterly basis, we didn't hesitate to activate our DR for our application. And within a few hours, we were able to run our application on our secondary data centers. Thanks, Varinder. And I remember it like it was yesterday. You know, We were all in that call when we decided to switch to the DR site. And while we were a little nervous because this is the first time we were doing an uh, you know, unplanned DR, we were still fairly confident because of all those quarterly DR tests. And thanks to your vision and your leadership on that, Varanda. 
and also thank you lalit you know for pestering us for all those times to do the dr test it was finally put to good use right <laughs> yeah Uh, and the best part i feel was that since we had the critical applications up in a few hours many people weren't even aware that we had a disaster that we recovered from and i believe that's the way it should be so lalit as an organization what did we learn from this incident yeah so sarita uh, i would say this dr scenario was a blessing in disguise because we found the gaps which we don't usually see during our regular dr test cycles This was the first ever real disaster uh, recovery scenario, though only partial, which we faced, and maybe first time in my last ten years of VMware IT tenure. We are well prepared, and as Varinder mentioned, the leadership made the decision without any hesitation for the DR activation. We were able to recover our services quickly, uh, and our business teams don't even realize any disruption on their services. having said that we also had a learning opportunity from this dr scenario uh, first while we do uh, our dr test quarterly on a non disruptive way that is a bu- bubble dr test we call for all the site recovery manager based application we never tested partial scenarios we also found specific vlans uh, mappings and uh, extensions gaps between two data centers this impacted overall dr recovery time there are few application where application and database tires were running on different storage array for a single application due to this we had latency issues when the partial application was running on the primary data center the rest of the application was running on the secondary data center apart from that there were few core services uh were adversely impacted because these services were not distributed widely across the multiple storage arrays even though we had local standby configured we were impacted due to some storage being used for both active and standby nodes so those were the few lesson we learned from this disaster scenario and that is so true lalit you know there's always scope for improvement but what's amazing is that we were able to learn quickly you know and we did run some of our critical applications in the disaster recovery site for almost 6 weeks uh, till we failed back to our primary site after this incident so lalit from a dr perspective what is our future plan and how can we further optimize this dr plan that is true uh, sarita as you said there are always chances of improvement and optimization and here in vmware it we always strive for the excellence so by running frequent dr tests we learn many lessons and get new ideas for reducing our recovery time we are working towards automating all the human tasks which are required to fail over the application services so that we can avoid human error and also help us further to reduce the rto we are also doing poc where we are trying to implement one click dr so that the failover steps can be automated end to end without any human intervention so these are the few uh, future plans coming uh, for the coming quarters thanks lalit i like the idea of one click dr you know that would be an absolutely seamless switch from primary to secondary and i'm excited to get there So, wouldn't we understand the importance of DR? And probably by now, most listeners are nodding their heads in agreement. 
that there should be a viable DR plan for every critical application. But it also comes with a cost. So how can that be optimized? And what would be your advice to those IT folks who are sitting on the fence and unable to decide on their DR strategy? Yes, yeah, I mean, there's no easy answer, Zarita. But I think if we use some of the VMware product, it will definitely help. For example, if you are using VRM, uh, v- for example, if you are using VMware SRM, Site Recovery Manual, you can use DR compute for any non-production workload. At VMware, we have a lot of non-production workload running in secondary data center, and we are actively using DR compute to run this workload. During our quarterly DR testing or the actual DR, we shut down our non-production workload. Other option is to use cloud-based DR, such as DR as a service, to run your DR using VMware Cloud on AWS. This will definitely help us to reduce the cost. As Lalit mentioned, for some other applications where we are running application-based DR, we run a few application or DB nodes in DR and exp- uh, for another application where we are running application-based DR, we run a few app or DB nodes in DR for such application and expand the capacity only during the DR. Lastly, we cannot leave the automation behind. With the implementation of various automated startup shutdown scripts, we reduce the number of resources required during the disaster recovery operation. As Larith mentioned, we are further optimizing our, you know, the DR plan with the automations. And then we should always look at the business impact and ROI. That will definitely help us to decide what kind of DR needs to be implemented for each application. Thank you, Varinda. And that is a valuable insight to use cloud-based DR to reduce our costs. Something to keep in mind for all our listeners. To conclude, today we had a fruitful discussion on how VMware IT manages its disaster recovery plan. And you heard about how we managed to ensure business continuity even when faced with a real disaster scenario. We learned that disaster could also be in the form of an unrecoverable storage failure. It need not always be a fire or an earthquake, so one needs to be prepared for anything. And that brings us to the end of our eighth episode of VMware on VMware Digital Transformation Podcast. Thank you, Varinder and Lalit. It's been a pleasure speaking to both of you. Thank you, Sarita. Thank you, Sarita. Same here. I'm sure our listeners have gained valuable insights on how to perform a disaster recovery on the cloud. We hope you liked this episode, and if you did, please drop us a comment below. We will be back with another IT digital transformation story in the next episode of the series. Check out our previous episodes on our microsite under resources. Just click on podcasts. Stay tuned.